0: on 630 Chad.
1: Just wanted to touch on this briefly. You've been hearing uh, about it in the newscast today. Uh, Britain's Parliament dealing a major blow to Prime Minister Theresa May today, resoundingly rejecting her Brexit deal just 17 days before the UK is due to leave the bloc. The lawmakers voted by 391 to 242 against the deal. That's the second time that they have defeated it. The House of Commons, throughout the agreement, by an overwhelmingly uh, overwhelming majority in January, sending Theresa May back to the EU to seek changes. Uh, yesterday, she said she had secured legally binding changes to LA uh, lawmakers' fears, but wasn't that wasn't enough. So now lawmakers will vote on whether to leave the EU without a deal on the scheduled date of March 29th or to ask the bloc to postpone Britain's departure. Uh, I'm going to play this for you because this was the, the, the vote in... Um, British Parliament, always interesting.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> to is to hear it. To hear somebody as well. else's so, uh, yeah.
1: take a listen and uh, her comments as well.
2: Order, order. big. The eyes to the right, two hundred and forty-two. The nose to the left, three hundred and ninety-one. <laughs> 242 the nose to the left 391 so the nose have it the nose have it
0: love
2: order point of order the prime minister yeah. point of order, Mr Speaker, I profoundly regret the decision that this House has taken tonight. I continue to believe that by far the best outcome is that the United Kingdom leaves the European Union in an orderly fashion with a deal, and that the deal we've negotiated is the best and indeed the only deal available. But Mr Speaker, I would like to set out briefly how the government means to proceed. Two weeks ago, I made a series of commitments from this dispatch box regarding the steps we would take in the event that this House rejected the deal on offer. I stand by those commitments in full. Therefore, tonight, we will table a motion for debate tomorrow to test whether the House supports leaving the European Union without a deal on the 29th of March.
1: Okay, so hmm. there's going to be more debate on this tomorrow. Um, now, it is written into law that the U.K. will be leaving on that date on March 29th at 11 p.m. U.K. time, but it um, is a little tricky, as you, you can hear. The deadline could be extended.
0: Right, so basically it comes yeah. down to this, that nobody, even uh, despite this vote, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think anybody in the uh, British Parliament wants to leave Brexit without a deal. Yeah. They simply don't like the deal, deal that's that was on proposed. on the table, yeah, even
1: though that there were some changes right. made.
0: So it would yeah. be detrimental to the country's economy if they were to leave without a deal. However, uh, those voting nay want a better deal. So... That's what it comes down to.
1: So we'll keep you updated on uh, that one over the next couple of days and what happens there. The other uh, topic of the day as well, you know we've been talking about it since this plane crash on the weekend. Uh, the Transport Minister, Mark Garneau, saying the government is in um, information-gathering mode and evaluating whether it should ground the country's fleet of Boeing 737 MAX 8 aircraft. Now, Air Canada and WestJet have uh, a combined total have 37 max eights in their fleets right now.
0: Yeah. Sunwing has four. I know, uh, uh, WestJet has said it wouldn't affect them if there was a ban at this time because those uh, planes mm-hmm. are used for routes that are not being utilized right now. But Air Canada is actively using them as is Sunwing.
1: And so Air Canada today uh, canceled flights uh, today and tomorrow from Halifax and St. John's to London uh, because of this. WestJet says it's not expecting any of its flights will be affected by the groundings in Europe. So um, other countries are, are grounding the planes uh, Uh, The airline's crash killed 157 people on board, including 18 Canadians, including some Albertans, some Edmontonians as well. So, Mark Garneau today um, saying that they're still evaluating the true causes of the crash. Here's what he had to say.
0: Why not take a precautionary measure
2: around these aircraft? Uh, Because uh, it's important for us not to jump to conclusions but to evaluate uh, in a very objective and uh, logical way uh, what happened. At the moment we have no information whatsoever to uh, lead us to any hypothesis and yet there are many possible causes uh, of of, uh, this tragic accident. So we are in the uh, data gathering mode. We're looking for information we're talking to all the experts not only in canada but also in the united states and also we're in touch with our canadian airlines and uh, and uh, the pilot unions well you, follow you, the you healthcare healthcare healthcare. Healthcare. We have already decided to ground these planes what is it that canada knows that these countries don't know Uh, Canada doesn't know uh, what caused this accident, and nor do the countries in question. It's part of the investigation. Obviously, there were 18 Canadians killed um, in this fight. So this uh, accident occurred on a US certified aircraft. Uh, I
1: understand, but there are other parties. The French, for example, are analyzing this. So
2: so if uh, our uh, transportation safety board, the TSB, the Canadian TSB, uh, decides that uh, by virtue of the fact that there were Canadians on board to investigate they uh, they're an independent body, they can decide to do so. So I would suggest you address that question to the Transportation it's Safety
1: But board. how do you reassure Canadians who are worried? More and more are worried. How do you reassure Canadians, and what is this going to have
0: on other Canadian airlines?
2: Well, I am uh, saying exactly what I said yesterday, which is that uh, flying in Canada, uh, has a, we have an extremely high safety record. Uh, if you talk to the airlines themselves at the moment, uh, they will tell you the same thing. And the pilots are very well trained. And, you know, people are trying to, at the moment, make the link to... The uh, aircraft accident uh, that occurred uh, with Indonesia with Lion Air, where there was a problem with uh, an angle attack, uh, an angle of attack sensor, and that uh, that was forcing the, the nose down. Um, after that happened, two things happened. One is that additional training was put into place, which all Canadian airlines have, uh, the pilots have received, to know what to do in case such a situation occurred, and it has not occurred in. Canada. Canada. It has not occurred. And secondly, uh, right after that, Boeing, once, once the cause of the accident was, uh, was known, uh, they put in, uh, they uh, started the process of making a software change which will be uh, incorporated into all the MAXs uh, in the coming weeks.
1: So that is the Minister hmm. of Transport, Mark Garneau. Just a heads up as well, if uh, you want to switch a flight so you aren't traveling on board, a Boeing 737 MAX 8, you're going to have to pay up. The Flight Centre Travel Agency says Air Canada and WestJet are not waiving flight change or cancellation fees. So right. you're on your own.
0: So that is sometimes the case where there's, a, you know, an unusual situation, but both airlines refusing to do so this time, which is odd. You know, I don't... Listen, I'm, I'm curious as to your take on that, because there had been two accidents with this particular aircraft, but what I just heard the minister say is that there was two different causes. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that statement's meant to uh, make us feel better about the aircraft, that no, there is not a single cause. That actually doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> so there's two <laughs> yeah, different there's causes. two different causes, yeah. And we don't know... Uh, you know, one was what he referred to as an angle of attack, and that's where the plane... Uh, misreads uh, something, the instrumentation, and it pushes the nose down. Um, in this particular case, witnesses, that doesn't suggest, it, it has not been suggested that's what happened this time. So t- two separate causes. I don't, I, yeah, it really doesn't make me feel better.
1: I think we flew on one of them uh, in did, January, didn't we? To Jamaica, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, beautiful yeah, aircraft. No, it, they are. It is a, a beautiful uh, aircraft. Um,
0: and I know Boeing has said that well, this is their fastest selling aircraft in the history well, of the company. And there's like
1: thousands of them on order right, right. now. It's, it's uh, doing very well. Uh, right now, they're saying it has no reason to pull uh, the plane from the skies. It does not intend to issue any new recommendations about the aircraft to its customers following the crash. Uh, Boeing's technical team is joining American, Israeli and other aviation experts in the um, investigation. Um, The U.S. Federal Aviation Administration saying that it expects Boeing will soon complete improvements to an automated anti-stall system Mm. suspected of contributing to the crash of um, that other one in October and update training requirements and related flight crew manuals.
0: There you go. The reason this plane is so popular, by the way, is its capacity and its uh, fuel consumption. Mm-hmm. It's apparently very good on fuel, and as airlines have been telling us for years now, the reasons for all these additional charges are to compensate for rising fuel prices. So this uh, this battles that um, challenge, and as yeah. I said, the capacity is quite good. It's, it's a well-laid-out aircraft as well. I mean... I,
1: it was a really nice aircraft yeah. to fly on. Yeah. You know, um, you know, as long as it's flying well. This one, too, I just wanted to find this, and I finally tracked it down. It says a university management professor says grounding all of those planes could prove costly, of course. Uh, Carl Moore from uh, McGill says that some flights would have to be canceled, while others would have to use larger, more trusted jets, which come with more expensive fuel costs. So nailed it on that one.
0: You know, uh, this here, both accidents occurred in third world countries where the pilot training requirements on your aircraft is minimal that's actually not true I, I was reading about it and i don't have it in front of me but um this airline um has one of the best safety records in the airline industry and they're held to the same standards and as the every other airline.
1: pilot actually had ties to calgary as well that's right yeah, yeah.
0: I, I know it's easy you 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 sort of picture don't mm-hmm. you i mean it's it's um it's a bias. You you hear where it happened, and, and I do the same thing, and you sort of think, oh, you know, I wonder what that looked like, like an overstuffed mm-hmm, airplane mm-hmm, with a couple mm-hmm. of guys up front, a couple of jockeys up front. But it's simply not yeah. the case. They're very well-trained. They're as well-trained as American and Canadian pilots. The aircraft was brand new. Um It's it's not, uh, you know, an old bus with chickens strapped to the roof or anything like that. Well,
1: I think, you know, you're right. I think that that's what people immediately think of. You know, you have a preconceived notion in your mind. And, uh, yeah. So, again, we'll keep you updated on that one. And as soon or if there is a decision made on it, we'll let you know as soon as we know the lengths that some parents will go to.
0: This is some story. To
1: get their kids into the school of their dreams. Uh, we've told you a little bit about it uh, on the news today, but oh my goodness, um, the story is just, it's a, it's a college admissions bribery scandal that has led to charges against coaches and celebrities, uh, including Desperate Housewives actress Felicity Huffman and Full Houses Lori Laughlin. They've been indicted for allegedly taking part in a scheme involving parents who paid bribes of up to 6 million U.S. to get their children into elite colleges like Yale and Harvard. Uh, The racketeering conspiracy charges unveiled today. Also naming athletic coaches at a number of different schools. They say some of the coaches accepted bribes in exchange for admitting students as athletes regardless of their ability. Uh, Prosecutors saying parents paid an admissions consultant $25 million from 2011 through 2019 to bribe coaches and administrators to label their children as recruited athletes to boost their chances of getting into schools. Then, fake athletic profiles... Were created to make students look like strong high school athletes when they actually weren't.
0: Yeah, they found a sort of a back door, didn't yeah. they? Uh, so you know, these individuals, that, uh, these uh, coaches, would certify, as you just heard Jay say, uh, "Well, they have an outstanding high school careers in sports." Many of them never even yeah. participated in. It was um, a coach that blew the whistle on him, a former Yale soccer coach. <laughs> Uh, He pleaded guilty and helped build the case against all the others.
1: Two uh, SAT administrators, one exam proctor, nine coaches at elite schools, one college admin, and 33 parents have been arrested um, and as we mentioned you know the, the the two actresses so Felicity Huffman and you know her husband William
0: H Macy right so this and Lori uh, Laughlin Laughlin yeah right? so Felicity Huffman you might remember from Desperate Housewives and you would know uh, William Macy he's Frank on shameless mm-hmm. right so here's an interesting aside to this story yes. so back in January <laughs> uh, William Macy was talking to he was doing a promotional Uh, You know, tour uh, probably for the uh, shameless season, and he was asked about his kids and he talked about, he had no way of knowing that his wife would be slapped in handcuffs by the FBI just a couple of months later but he was talking about his 18 year old's uh, daughter 18 year old daughter's college search and he was saying, oh, Sophie's uh, his daughter going off to college but I'm the outlier on this thing, he said uh, my wife is in the midst of a thick college application uh-huh. process it's so stressful to her so whether or not he was setting up his defense
1: well, here's the <laughs> thing, he hasn't been charged in this, right. just she has although it says the documents say that The two of them, so Laughlin and her husband, agreed to pay bribes totaling a half a million in exchange for having their two daughters designated as recruits to the USC crew team, despite the fact that they did not participate in crew. Um, Yeah, uh, in most cases, the students did not know that their admission to the school (laughs) was contingent on the bribe.
0: So, Would you bribe uh, to get your child into Yale, Harvard, USC? Would well, you I don't do have it? that kind of money. If you had that kind of money.
1: I would like to think that I would try to make sure that they got in on their own. I would like to think that. I don't know why. Why can't we why, go back? Why the need to think, oh, they have to go to Yale, they have to go to USC, they well, have to go to Harvard.
0: Listen, let's back up 18 years or 17 years. There's people bribing people to get their kids into the right daycare. So I can see where this, you know, <laughs> the, these kids now at 18 trying to get into Yale and USC and Harvard and MIT and wherever else. Well, I guess not MIT. I'm not sure. I'll big their sports program is. Uh, I'm not shocked by this at all, well, but I'm whatever sh- happened to the old days where you just built them a library?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not shocked by it. I'm sure if my parents had any sorts of money as a kid, they might've tried to get me into a better school than I went to. You
0: know what? My dad did it the other way around and I'm not kidding about this. He disowned me so mm-hmm. I could qualify for oh, so student loans and oh, bursaries. Yeah. Yeah
1: yeah no that was that was an interesting one because my parents had gotten divorced mm. I was qualified for bursaries but then somehow a couple of years later under the Ontario student assistance plan yep. they came back and had reevaluated some financial statements from somewhere and decided that I had to pay it all back
0: yeah well I had to pay it all back as well <laughs> because apparently I was not really constructively disowned I think was what they said in the letter you were not construct I don't know I don't know how legally you, legally I don't do is there a destructive way to be disowned Owned, I think, but anyway, I, I remember at the time arguing with my parents, like, "Why can't you get divorced like everybody else?" Because you automatically then qualified for a bursary as a child of a single parent. Yeah. But he wrote a letter, and I can't remember how we did it, notarized it, and he disowned me.
1: Someone just texted in and said, "Hmm, rich people bribing rich people." I <laughs> yep. have heard that before, Cry haven't we? River.
0: The six thirty, Chad, afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two. On 630CHAD.